Okay, listeners, I got something to tell you. Somebody was messing around with my microphone, I think to make me sound more like a robot, and so my sound sounds a little wonky. Thank you very much, somebody. You're welcome, because I was getting you ready for the robot takeover so that you would sound more like a robot and nobody would recognize that you were like a gross human. So you're welcome. Um, okay, but... I don't think that that's really going to happen. I really don't care for it when you talk about it. And I wish that my sound sounded like I always sound like a human podcast host. Well, if wishes were zebras, we'd be running a zebra preserve. I don't know what that means. Well, hopefully our listeners will just bear with me while we try to figure out what Lisa did to my microphone. But until then, on with the show. Two people claim to know everything about something. But only one knows anything. President Roosevelt wore an anti-gravity belt. Dinosaurs had two brains. Lucky kids live on Mars and go to school in flying cars. Or at least they will one day. Believe me, I'm a historian. An astronaut or drive a DeLorean. Would I lie? It's hard to say. The Big Fifth. Can you spot the lie? The Big Fifth. Some pigs can fly. The Big Fifth. From Braveward, Illinois, this is The Big Fib. And now, here's your host. (laughs) Welcome to The Big Fib, the game show where kids choose between the voluminous and shiny bouncing and behaving truth and the asymmetrical cowlick of choppy lies. I'm your host, Deborah Goldstein, and in the studio today is our sound effects robot, Lisa. Yeah, 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 whose name stands for live in studio audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we keep this moving along, please? Oh, I'm sorry, Lisa. Are we keeping you from something? What? No, I'm just a big fan of efficiency. Oh, is that so? Yeah, that's so. You know, I earned my Bot Scout efficiency badge after I demonstrated how I could make the highest number of sound effects in my Bot Scout troop using the least amount of energy. Oh, impressive. You're right. So let's keep it rolling, shall we? <laughs> I've got a listener question and I'm not waiting any longer to play it. Lisa, tell Deborah I said hi first. And do you know Google? Please say yes. Okay, yes. <laughs> Wait, you know Google? No, I don't know Google, but he said, say yes, and I was just trying to be efficient. If I were to be inefficient, I'd go on this whole tangent about Google being a search engine, and search engines are like accessories to robots, like a necktie for a human, except that I could use Google to search online, whereas I couldn't really use a necktie for anything, uh, unless I wanted to wrap it around my wrist and use it as a leash for my pet rock. So I guess it's not the best comparison, but it doesn't really matter, because for efficiency's sake, I'm just going to say yes. I know Google. Okay, that was both informative and efficient. You're welcome. Okay, but I hadn't thanked you yet. Again, efficiency, Deborah. I knew you'd thank me eventually. Okay, well, then I won't have to ask you to... Tell everyone how our game works on it. <laughs> Every week, we bring on two grown-ups. One is an expert, the other is a boy liar, and it's the job of a human child to help us figure out who's who, because no one can spot a liar better than a kid, at least we hope. What are we lying about today, Deborah? We are lying about hair, thread-like strands growing from the skin of mammals. And we're going to learn all about hair, along with our contestant today. Who might that be? Lisa. Our human child contestant is a 10-year-old who loves to rollerblade, Marin Harlow Lee Tog. Welcome, Marin. How are you? Good. Excellent. I'm so glad. Tell us, you like to go rollerblading? Did you learn how to rollerblade on your own or did someone teach you how? 
So at this roller skating park, they have things that you can hold on to while you're roller skating, and my mom also taught me. Oh, so roller skating, not roller blading. Is that right? I don't really know the difference. Is it like one of like two? <laughs> Good question. We haven't done that episode yet. Roller blading is the same thing as roller skating, but roller blading is when you just skate around with a blade in your hand. No, that is incorrect. It's very dangerous. Don't do it. No. But it's good if you have a lot of cakes to cut, because then you can just <laughs> roll on down, and you use your blade, you go whop, whop, whop. You can cut 10 cakes in like a second. Efficiency, Deborah. Incorrect. Roller blades are when the wheels are in one straight line, you know, and it looks... Yeah, I roller blade. You roller blade. And the roller skates are when, like on a car, the four wheels are there on opposite sides of the shoe. Yeah, you strap on cars to your feet and you go down the road. No, not cars. So your mom and you go rollerblading, is that true? Yeah. And do you do any kind of fancy tricks or is like skating ahead enough? I can kind of spin in a circle. Wow, that's great. All right, Marin. Yes? Not you, Marin. Oh, Marin. Marin, <laughs> we're going to learn some more fun facts about you, but we're going to do it playing our game, Two Truths and a Lie. You, Marin, will tell us three things, but two of them will be true, one will be a lie, and we have to try to figure out which one is the lie. So, Marin, in no particular order, what are your two truths and one lie? I have three cats at my mom's and dad's house. In total, I have six. I have galloped on a horse before. I'm learning German because I'm going to Germany this summer. Whoa. Okay, so six cats galloped on a horse and learning German. Okay, what do you think, Lisa? Six cats. Wait, but it was six cats split between two houses? Correct. All right, so on average, we're saying that's three cats a house. Yes. Okay, three cats per house. She's galloped on a horse? That's what she says. So on average, that's one horse. <laughs> okay. And what was the last something about German? She's learning German because she's going to Germany this summer. Learning German. German. Let's see. Hmm. Uh, huh. This is a very interesting one. Okay. Here's the thing. Horses have four legs, right? As far as I know, yes. Yes. Okay. Now, on average... Horses like to have one cat near each of their legs, <laughs> right? Yes? Okay. So that means if you had a horse, you would have four cats, not six cats. And she said she had six cats, so that one is the lie. Thank you very much. Okay. Interesting math on that. Marin, which one of those is actually a lie? I've never galloped on a horse before. <gasps> Wait a minute. But why would she lie about that? <laughs> That's the name of the game. It's scary to gallop on a horse. Yeah. Why does anybody do it? It's scary because you have too many cats for that horse. <laughs> you need to have four cats per horse. I think cats would be very scared because they would think they were going to get trampled. Yeah. Oh. I have seen videos and pictures of cats getting on top of horses, though. Have any of your cats galloped on a horse? No. No. <laughs> I don't even have a horse. I go to a <gasps> horse farm and ride. Oh, so you do ride, but you don't gallop. Understood. But you have six cats. Can you name them all right now? Go. Yeah. T.S., Per Monster, Stripes, all at my mom's house. And then at my dad's house, Hecko, Brewski, and Stringer. Those are cute names. I like them. And they all get along? Usually. <laughs> well, really well done, I have to say. You fooled Lisa, and that's difficult to do because for whatever reason, 
Lisa usually gets that right. So well done. I think you're going to be very good at this game. Tell me, do you know much about hair? Have you seen hair before? Um, yeah, because I have hair. Oh, you do? Very good. Lucky. See, that makes you practically an expert yourself. Very good. Okay, we're all ready to talk about hair. Lisa, can you please play some welcome music for our hair experts? Oh, why do humans have hair? We can all agree it's gross. <laughs> Even if you put shampoo in it. I shouldn't have picked the word gross because it's hard to rhyme with, but hair is gross. <laughs> I think hair is really nice, but thank you anyway. Very catchy. Our first expert is Katie Payne. Katie, please introduce yourself to Marin. Hi, Marin. I am a hairstylist and I am a co-owner of the salon and I do cuts and color. Thank you very much, Katie. Our next expert is Bruce Brightman. Bruce, please introduce yourself to Marin. Hi, Marin. Nice to meet you. I am considered the BB Wig King. I am the rock and roll star of wigs. I work alongside Kelly Jordan out in St. Louis. Ooh, thank you very much. <laughs> Drop it like it's hot. You're really letting your hair down with those sounds, Lisa. That's because it's hot seat time. Yes, it's hot seat time. That's when we put our experts on the hot seat while they answer Marin's questions. Lisa, whom should we put on the hot seat first? Oh, boy, Deborah, I was going to choose Katie Payne because that sounds like an awesome wrestler name. But then I learned that Bruce is the BB Wig King, and it's pretty hard for me not to choose that. So I'm going with Bruce, the BB Wig King. Fair enough. Okay, Marin, what is your first question for Bruce? What is a typical day at your job like? If we're in pre-production, Marin, then I'm busy creating a new wig, and I'm going to be spending all of my time hand-tying individual strands of hair into the wig cap. But once the show is running, then my job changes. I'm mostly taking care of cleaning and drying the wigs and making any minor repairs if they're necessary. This is for both of you. What is something that most people don't know about your job? Something people wouldn't know about being a hairstylist is that you actually have to have a basic understanding of chemistry. You have to know the chemical makeup of hair. It's made of amino acids and proteins. And understanding the chemistry of hair color is essential when you're formulating the color, as well as deciding what kind of products to use and styling tools. I would agree with her. Most people don't know that. Yeah, Marin, most people don't know that after a production closes, we get to take our favorite wigs home. So from the last show I was on, Hamilton, I got the Hercules Mulligan wig. It's pretty awesome. Wow. And where do you put that? Sometimes I wear it. Like out and about? <laughs> just in my house. Oh. Uh, <laughs> just look at myself in the mirror and pretend that I'm on stage instead of behind stage. Okay, Marin, your next question. Katie. What are some reasons people lose their hair? So people lose their hair for a few reasons. can be hereditary, hormonal changes, medical conditions. It's also just a normal part of aging. Anyone can lose their hair, but it's more common in men. And hereditary hair loss with age is the most common cause. Sometimes people are just distracted and they're like, oh, no, where did I put my hair? <laughs> I don't think that happens. No. People are so weird. I don't even understand hair. It's so gross. <laughs> oh, look at me. I'm covered with string. Whatever. 
Oh, but it's soft and nice. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Like a little kitty cat? Yeah. I love kitty cats. <laughs> there you go. Okay, Marin, back to you. This is for Bruce. What's the difference between human hair and animal fur? Humans and animal hair are pretty much the same thing. There are two main differences. It's whether it's on an animal or a human. If it's on an animal, it's fur. Human, it's hair. And the other is the patterns of hair growth. On dogs and cats, for example, it grows all over. And on humans, most people don't want that. This is for both of you. What is the most embarrassing thing that happened at your job? I had an opportunity to work on the show Star Trek Discovery, and we were styling a Klingon's hair, which historically Klingons are not known to have hair. This was one of the first times we were seeing Klingons with their hair, and it was supposed to represent peacetime hair. But I I misheard, and I thought it was party time hair. So it looked great. It is something that you could have worn out to the club, but it was not at all appropriate to the scene. (laughs) Fortunately, one of the other stylists was able to swoop in and save the day. Thank you again, Jeanette, for that. (laughs) Hey, I'm Party Time Klingon here to party. (laughs) I would love to see Party Time Klingon hair and Party Time Klingons for that matter. Set your phasers to party. Party. When I first started doing hair, you start off as an assistant. So you're shampooing clients and kind of doing all the grunt work at the salon. And one of the first times that I was shampooing someone, I lost control of the hose at the sink. And it just started spraying all over the shampoo room and got everybody wet. Oh, no. And it was very embarrassing. (laughs) But it sounds like a fun scene. Yeah, you could have invited a party Klingon to that. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, there's a show there. If you love The Big Fib, then check out Story Pillar, a podcast for kids and their grown-ups. Join Sneak, Bean, Sparky, and Meg as they tackle sticky social situations, explore stories from all over the world, and pick up great advice from listeners like you. They also save plenty of time for laughing and being silly. So if you've got feelings, love stories, and are open for a fart joke or a 10, Story Pillar is definitely worth a listen. Check it out at www.storypillar.com or wherever you love listening to podcasts. The Big Fib is brought to you by Pretty Litter Cat Litter. When my cat Arlo is healthy, he's happy. And that makes me happy. But since I'm not a mind reader, I don't always know when he is unwell. Helping me keep tabs on my cat's health is just one of the reasons I use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell. Like, not to brag, but when people come over, they might not know that I have a cat unless Arlo, who's huge, is in the room. Because the cat smell is not there. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust, Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can, which is really great because I'm lazy. And here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in my cat, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. Cats are, like, really sneaky, and you often don't know how they're feeling, and the worst part of that is sometimes you don't know when they're sick. So knowing when my cat is sick based on the litter changing color is a game changer. And Pretty Litter ships free right to my door in a small, lightweight bag. 
you and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash bigfib and use code bigfib to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The Big Fib! Okay, it's time for the Shorts on Fire round where our experts have to answer as many questions as they can before time runs out. Lisa will set a timer for the first expert, and then Marin will ask questions until Lisa's timer sounds. Then Lisa resets the timer for our next expert to do the same. Experts, our contestant is going to lob many questions at you, so you'll have to answer in a hurry. Okay, Marin, let's start with Katie. You can ask your shorts on fire questions now. What do you call the outside layer of hair? The cuticle. How many strands of hair does the average person have? About 100,000 to 150,000. Name a part of the body where hair cannot grow. The palms, the soles of the feet, the lips, mucous membranes. How much of our skin is covered in hair? About 95%. What do you call a hairstyle where the hair is short in the front and long in the back? A mullet. Party Klingon. (laughs) (laughs) Why does hair turn gray? As you age, the pigment cells in your hair start to die. What technique do you use when you cut some hair but not all hair to create textured layers? Point cutting. Who was the first female millionaire in the United States who made her money with her hair care products for African American hair? Madam C.J. Walker. In Greek mythology, what did Medusa have on her head instead of hair? Snakes. Fact or fib? You should not wash your hair every day. Fact. And that is time! That's all the time. You especially shouldn't wash your hair every day if it's made of snakes. (laughs) (laughs) Nice tip. That is true. Okay. Lisa, would you kindly reset the timer? It would give me immense joy, which is why I won't do it. (laughs) Can you do it anyway? Okay, fine. Here we go. Oh my gosh, I really I love doing it. (laughs) Thank you. All right, Marin, you can ask Bruce your shorts on fire questions now. What is the most common color of hair? Black. What do you call a small wig or a hair piece worn to cover a bald spot? A toupee or a hair topper. What do you call a small hair piece that you wear as a bun in the back of your head? A coup de castor. Name two phases of the hair growth cycle. The anagen and the elsagen. What is the protein found in human hair as well as in the skin and fingernails? Keratin. What do you call the wig that lawyers in England wear in court? I call them staycation dreads, but they're actually called peruke. If a man never shaved his beard, how long would it grow in his lifetime? Twice the length of his face. What is a scientific word for split ends? Rizalosis. What is the hairstyle called when you pile up long hair on top of the head like a pointy comb? A beehive. And that is time! That's all the time. <laughs> Very good. That was sheer brilliance. All right, it's decision time. Marin must not gloss over any information she's heard today. Marin, who is our big hair fibber? I think it's Bruce because <gasps> I forgot what he said for the skin, but I'm pretty sure it's cartilage, not um 
Was it keratin, that one? Yeah, and I think it's cartilage. All right, well, let's see if you are correct. Will the actual hair expert please say, I am the hair expert. I am the hair expert. You did it, Marin. That is correct. Katie Payne is a hairstylist and co-owner of the Fringe Collaborative and Aveda Salon in Maplewood, New Jersey. Great job. All right, time to do some fact-checking. Katie, not to split hairs, but what were some of the lies you heard? So the first lie that I heard was about animal hair and human hair. They are not the same thing. Uh, And the main difference is the pigment concentration. Human hair is generally consistent in color and the pigmentation throughout the length of the hair shaft is consistent. Whereas animal hair can have really radical shifts along the hair shaft called banding. The other lie that I heard was about the two hair growth phases. It's antigen and catagen. And frizzolosis <laughs> is actually not what you call split ends. It's uh, trichoptilosis. Oh, I like frizzolosis much better. All in favor, say aye. <laughs> and actually, it was keratin, not cartilage. <gasps> so you were just lucky, Marin. It is keratin. It's not cartilage. Wow, but you guessed it right anyway, so it doesn't even matter. You were accidentally correct. But maybe you also had the instinct anyway, right? All right, well, let's go to Bruce. Bruce, how did you try to undercut the truth? There were some fibs that I told. For example, I do not have anybody's wigs in my home. That is not the way productions work. I also told a little bit of a fib about uh, working on the party Klingon hair. I also mislabeled the name for the bun on the back of the hair. I called it a beaver tail in French. (laughs) It's actually a chignon. Oh, wow. (laughs) Very creative. I like that a lot. Katie was absolutely right about the phases. I threw in a little bit of a frozen reference with the antigen and elsagen. Oh, <laughs> nice. And then also, the length of a beard is not twice the length of somebody's face. Really, if you left it alone and if your partner and family liked it, it could grow up to 30 feet. Whoa, that does not sound... Humans are gross. I'll say <laughs> it again. Those were very creative lies. Thank you so much. And just to go back to the wig that the lawyers in England wear, yes, peruke, which comes from periwig, which is from the Middle French peruke, meaning both wig, as we know it, and a natural full head of hair. So there is a reason why it's called a peruke. Very interesting. I call them hello, governors. No, you don't. Okay, we've reached the end of the show, and it's time to leave the studio and go back home. Thanks to our contestant, Marin, who did not let lies wig her out. And thank you to our expert and liar, Katie and Bruce. And thanks to Lisa for the cutting edge sounds. And of course, many thanks to our listeners tuning into the Big Fib, where we give lies the shaft and notching is as good as the truth. The Big Fib is a production of Gen Z Media. For more great shows, visit gzmshows.com. While you're there, you can find out how you can become a contestant on The Big Fib or send questions for me to answer on the show. And follow us on social media at The Big Fib Podcast for behind-the-scenes photos and more true facts. And now, I'm going to just relax and put a bunch of snakes on my head. Hi, little babies. <laughs> Little baby snakes, how are you? Oh, Oh, they bit me!
Talking about money can be so hard, especially when the person you're talking to is still learning how to do long division. That's why Million Bazillion, a Webby-winning podcast from Marketplace, is here to help. I'm Bridget, and with my fellow co-host Ryan, we help teach your little ones about complex topics like bankruptcy, climate change, and why there's so much gold at Fort Knox, and so much more. Listen to Million Bazillion wherever you get your podcasts.